Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast. That was Stupidly Small Podcast this Friday, March 27th, functioning on two hours sleep. I'm Stu Farrell, and suck eggs, Lauren Clark. We're going to rip your head off and kick you across the park. Huh? How are you? I'm not as good as I was a few moments well, ago. Well, you're headless and you've just been booted. Suck eggs. Yeah. You're going to be booted. Your yeah. torso is going to be booted. What are you talking it's you about? you versus me, buddy boy. Why? Why? Because it's Australia v New Zealand in this Sunday's oh, World sweet. Cup final. Oh, well, well that, in that case. Oh, uh, yeah. Bring it on. Yeah, this is what happens with We're Australians. We're going to tear your arms off. what they do. It's the big fellow taking what on. what they do. You know the problem with New Zealanders? They're so cocky. Oh, really? Yeah. Says the guy who just told me he's going to rip my head off. Because we're capable of doing it, you know? No. Whereas the okay. New Zealanders, you know they've got all this bravado. Oh. Do, you know what? Do you know what the New Zealanders have got? What? Just a quiet confidence. You no, know what the no. Australians have got? I get to work. Ah, in your face. I get to work with New Zealanders. There's nothing quiet about their confidence. And they just <laughs> constantly know it all. And you know what? Australians, though, famous Come for their Sunday. reticence in that area. Come Sunday after the one-day International Cricket World Cup, once we beat your brains in with our oversized cricket bats, mm-hmm. we will then go back to being friends. But mm. anyway, exciting times. It's been a long time coming. The final, and uh, you know, I couldn't give less of a fat rat's crack about any of this. But that's fine. You're it not does one of, you're not, you're it does not one of the people, though. No, but know, it does enrage me. It enrages me on on behalf of the Kiwi population oh, that Australians are so Australian. The Australian sport thing is so like, yeah, we're gonna kill ya. We're the best. That's called like, competitive spirit. I know, but it's there's something so. You can go too far. You can go you too can far. You can be over-competitive, that's, that's for sure. I guess that's what I'm saying. But this is more the people that aren't on the field saying stuff like this. And, you know, and not so much the media, but they, they like to encourage it. Um, but you know, I will say this. Mm, please There do. is one group of fans yes. that really, I mean, if I, for, if I was in another country, yeah. I would hate Australia. And purely because of this group of fans called the Fanatics. Now, this is exactly right. They're those Not people to that follow that... every team around. You know, they have group packages, mm. and but they rather than spread any sort of cultural uh, <laughs> message, no, they're they... spreading a cultural message. Don't you? Well, worry. the wrong one. <laughs> they're, the, they're the people that I would blame well, almost hundred percent for. Is that Aussie Aussie chant? They still go with it. But the Australian cricket team for years was this. You know. No, I'm not going to wear this one. Oh, really? So, as an Australian, I think I have every right to comment on my national team. And What do you think? Polite, lovely, thoughtful bunch of... This is the deal. We had Mark Taylor's Australia, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, developing team, pretty good team, actually. To those Mm -hmm. who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about cricket. It's a sport. Do you know, Lauren? Well, there are a lot of people... You should just say, look, to my coterie that are listening... That's it. uh, (laughs) I don't know who Mark Taylor is. The international. He's a Fabitu, Ed. I know who Mark Taylor is. Fabitu. This is the thing. I know who Mark Taylor is. Do you know who is on the short list for the Stella Prize? Of course I do. (laughs) You you write them down and I'll write them down. Yeah, okay. Because I don't think you do either. (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe not. Mm. Uh, No, I know some of them. I know some of them, but Probably the thing personally. is, most of the <laughs> stop that. Most of the, the, you know, I know all. I, You're not I know Mark Taylor. Sport being too big, 
Really? Right? Because we know it is. It's I mean, massive. Yeah, but even the biggest sport person would say, yeah, I know. What, what am I going to do about it? I'm not going to stop watching it because no. it gets an inordinate amount well, of funding or attention. Of course. I'm not claiming that you should stop watching it. I'm well, I think saying. You might be. No, yeah. Everybody, this is the stupidly small podcast stance. We are all going to turn off our televisions and radio wow. on midday Sunday wow. and walk around the park. Wow. Till 10 o'clock at night. Wow. <laughs> Yes, How's your rasping cough? Hey, I noticed we've got had somebody getting in touch with this. Well, yes, and two people mentioning that you mm. uh, talking about you know not knowing about cricket, saying they felt sorry for you because you didn't know about the wacky rash. In in that, did not, two people say that? Yeah, they felt sorry that you didn't know about it because you've missed out. Not that they feel what's sorry. The, what, for what's you. it called again that I didn't know about? Wacky races. Yeah. Was it Dick Dastardly and Muttley and uh, the chick? Yes, you still and, don't know what you're talking about. Well, and people have gone, wow. And, well, Linda, who uh, who who got in contact, calls mm. herself the Black Rock Weirdo. Yes. She, um, <laughs> like Linda. She has a little bit of pity for you. Yeah. But I think pity might be strong, too right. strong. She probably feels sorry for you. Right. Right. Uh, that you, you missed out on the wacky races. And suggest to myself that I should get a David Sedaris audio book. And... Uh, because you, you've been trying to read the book. But you have read some of the book. I read you? a very big chunk of it. And yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. And it's funny because... Uh, that's excellent advice though. But Linda says you'll either love him or hate him. I know David's voice. I hear him yeah, quite yeah, a lot yeah. on This American Life or whatever. Yeah. So I, and, and when reading David Sedaris... You can't you, help but... You have his voice. You, I, I tend to read in his voice anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So an audio book could be the way to go. Well, audio books. Now, you know, I know that when you're supposed to be advocating reading, reading, there's something beautiful about, there's something really um, unusual about the sensation of reading a book. There, it, There's really nothing quite like it. Is it's your brain, brilliant. Is your head supposed to really hurt when you're reading? You've asked me that before. Your head hurts when you read. I think you might need better glasses. Uh, no, I think I've actually got, um, what do you call it, dyslexia. Really? Yeah. I read stuff Why that's not you... even on the page. What? What do you mean you read stuff that's not on the page? Like words that aren't there. So I figure that's some sort of disorder. And it's also, that I reckon that mixed with um, a, a, a very poor concentration span. Do you, you don't write word, letters that aren't there and words that no, aren't there. No, but I say words that aren't in existence or <laughs> aren't, like, oh, I'll say, um, Dan, can you um, pass me that spanner from the washing machine? When right. I'm asking for milk from the fridge, right? You know, and she'll go, "What? <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm not sure that's dyslexia. <laughs> I don't think that's dyslexia. It could be that worse. Be, I think I've got numerical dyslexia, and I know people say that that might not be a thing, but mm. where your numbers, I'm guaranteed if I'm going to like number forty six, I will remember sixty four. Wow. I know. It's, it's so bad. I don't have a name. It's so, so confusing. I'm doing the association thing now. So every time I meet someone, yeah. I actually try yeah. and say uh, say the person's name is Linda. Yeah. Two seconds later, yeah. I'll go, was it Lyndall, yeah, um, yeah, Lucy? Yeah. Oh, my God. So instead, I'll go, all right, Linda, think of a Linda I know. Yep. And then it sticks. It's the best trick. Yeah. Do you know, yesterday I had to go, I, I was for, at a thing for work with a bunch of judges Oh, like yeah. of course, as we do. Well, on Thursday, Thursday's Judge Day. <laughs> no, like you I'm know, usually being judged by them. But ju- yeah. <laughs> I was literally in a room full of judges. Mm. <laughs> Thankfully, they weren't judging me, but they're pretty remarkable people, actually. But anyway, they get you, 
the person would introduce you to them. Mm. You go into the room, the person would go, Lauren, this is um, Stuart. And you'd say, what would you say if somebody introduces you to Stuart? Hello, Stuart. That's it. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to say, hello, judge. Oh, why? Because it's like... Now, Judge it, etiquette. Yeah, but etiquette does etiquette cross over into um, everyday society? Yeah, it does with uh, with judges. Says who? Says protocol. So, uh, but I didn't do it. I said straight away. Hey, judgy. Pretty much. Get mm. judgy pants. Um, but anyway, that was a that was so confusing because you're you're hearing, you are really trained to go straight away. Repeat the name. And I just did it straight off and went, oh, whoopsie, I just called but, her Anne. But if you call, get, that's the easiest one in the book. If you get to call everyone judge. I know. You're never going to get it wrong. What that's you, it. I'm a even fool. Trying to remember their like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fool. Anyway, why are we talking about that? Oh, yeah, because books, there is a singular experience of reading a book, but audio books mm-hmm. are such a good way to cram read. Like if I'm ever interviewing an author or something and I've got to interview them in a week, first thing I do is look up if there's an audio book because... What do they cost? Uh, they're, they're more expensive. They're, actually, no, these days it depends where you get them. You can go to Audible, you can go to so iTunes, you, you can go to get them for 20, you can get them. Some of them are super expensive, like 60 or something. That's like because if Robin Williams or someone is Yeah, and like it. it's a six-disc disc set or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, and I, because you can, if you can listen to it, you can, you'd want to have a read too if you're interviewing somebody. But if you're listening to it, it just goes into your sort of bloodstream. There's something amazing about a really good audio book. What if it's a Fred and Rosemary West biography? <laughs> so, you don't want that in your bloodstream. <laughs> well, don't, you've got to choose, choose what book you want to read. Mm. You know, content is up to you. But things like, like, for me, things like your classics that I really want to read and I haven't had enough sort of – I just don't have enough time in my life, I'll get them on audiobook mm. and try and imbibe them and just have them in my subconscious. Imbibe into the subconscious. You know, mm. it's the way to go. It's the lazy person's option, but it's a good one. You know what you could do? What? Is get the – what are you – get the 2003 – what is it? Yeah, um, final series for the World Cup. Yeah. Right? And get the commentary yeah. on a cassette. Yeah. And then just lie in bed and listen to it. And you may it you may hit into your bloodstream. No, see this is what I'm saying. I don't need that because I have Australian culture. Well, cricket is Australian culture. Well, that's right. And it's already in my subconscious. How I know who even captains of cricket teams are, I don't know. Who came after uh, uh, what's his name? Fujitsu. I don't know. Um, Steve War. Okay. Huh? Listen. That's when Australian cricket was good, when Steve Waugh was captain. I don't care. And we moved um, into the Ricky Ponting era, uh-huh. which is where a lot of people hated the Australian cricket team, including myself, mm-hmm. but used to bag them, mm. right? Don't remember, we all bag them because they were so good. And I'd say, people, listen, this isn't going to last forever. We are not going to be world cha- unbeatable world champions. Did you say champion. people listen from on a plinth? Were you standing I'm up high stump, somewhere? Actually. And somebody <laughs> Just a stump. <laughs> Just a stump? Yeah. Right. I I used was... to do, I'm surprised you didn't see me because I used to do it on the corner of uh, Burke and Swanston. It was my thing for a while. I wasn't working and I thought I'd had to get the word out about the Australian cricket team and not to abandon them even though they are a pack of spoilt brats. See, that is what I'm talking about. They are and they were. Oh, they still are. Look, they get paid too much. And, well, right. sorry, what's too much? But... Um, 
I can tell you about getting paid too little. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, it, it's. Uh, hey, I don't know. Look, I just hate it when they go and bash up countries like Afghanistan and think right. they're amazing. You know, yeah. making four hundred and like sledging a team like Afghanistan that really aren't coming from the same place. Right. You know, and they're not driving around in Porsches and getting yeah. five million a year. Yeah. These yeah, guys yeah. are from a bit more of a different circumstance. Oh, that's revolting. Yeah, that's when it becomes a bit ugly, and that's yeah. where the World Cup, rather than build bridges. Or make it a nice spectacle can really show the divisions on the planet more than anything else. Yeah. Hmm. That's hideous. Cricket. Cricket's the worst. The end. Stupid. Now, Loz, you've just alienated a good 90% of the audience, but sure. Whatever. You take that 10% with you and the rest of us will be watching on Sunday. Now... <laughs> We we started to talk about feedback, and we should because we've had an inordinate amount of feedback. We have. Huh? We've had lots of people getting in touch, and too many. We won't be able to mention you all. Like, yeah, we yes. But can I also say in the same breath? Yes. Do not stop because I was saying to you just recently, Lauren. Yeah. I had a terrible day on Wednesday. Yeah, we both had bad Wednesdays, right? didn't we? Yeah. I uh, just in that I I was doing a bit of. Uh, it just got existential, didn't it? Mm. It got all what and what I'm on earth am I doing How with my did, life? And I end up here. What is happening? Yeah. yeah. And, and as, as we said yesterday, we, we are on the same cycle, same pity cycle. We are on the same so, pity cycle. Um, we we tend to mourn ourselves on the same days, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> which is it's sort of interesting, isn't it? It is in a way. But um, you know, on Wednesday, especially a, a flood of feedback or just commentary or suggestions, Ideas. yeah, came through from you lot, and it really was uh, the tonic that, for me personally, was required. So thank you so much. Oh, it happens all the time. It you, does happen you know, all the time. It's just lovely. So it's it is so a community, great. and it's great having you on board. And that's why we do mention the feedback as much as we possibly can. And we do work towards doing perhaps a staff meeting at one point. Where we can all get people, all these Do I have people to go? involved. Stu, you're doing the catering. <laughs> oh, that's, you know what? You that's, told me there was a room. If I didn't do food, I don't reckon I'd get invited to anything. <laughs> this is the problem. I wouldn't mind just trying you, to be invited. You and nominated what, what can yourself. I bring? Nothing. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. Let's do it that way. Mm. No food provided by Stu Farrell. Oh, uh, no. Nah. We'll no, see. see, you can't. I you can. can't do Depends it. We have it. Let's not talk this about this. Our thing. friend Leaving Lariel yes. says that you can't not do that. You have to turn up with food. You're like a nonna. Anyway. No, don't get me started about Leaving Larry and, and being a nana, by the way. <laughs> okay, he's the nana of all nanas. Okay. And a great and a great host too. He's got himself a new backyard. Yeah. He's Mr. Barbecues now. Oh, yeah, loves it. Divine. That's good. Does a great job too. Awesome. Anyway, look, so, feedback. Yes, what have you got? Oh, we mentioned Linda, who pities you for not knowing uh, Wacky Races. Yes. So did Phil, who's our Burnley uh, Bureau Chief. Oh, yeah. He, in fact, had Wacky Races curtains. Huh. And, uh, I didn't see this one. That's great. And also was speaking about uh, television and how commercial TV now is just uh, content is second to advertising and they're still working off an old model. Yeah. And essentially what we're saying yesterday, and it, it was in total agreement. Um, we've now... What the hell is going on in central Victoria? Where's Nicole? I haven't heard from her for a while, but... Yeah, haven't uh, we? Well, no. Excuse me. This is not her department. Right. But uh, 
Bendigo are really on my case. Yeah, they really are. Like aren't the whole they? town of Bendigo. They really are. Who was the gentleman that was supposed to be the bureau chef? He's gone to ground. Oh, I don't Mr. know. Mr. Journalist. Maybe he should get in touch and let us know what's been going on because. Well, I've got a whole bag. I can tell you what's been going on <laughs> in every shop, government department, and uh, park in Bendigo. <laughs> the people of Bendigo, someone has sent down. Literally. A, a it's like Bendigo a. Bendigo. Sh- sal- uh, what's it say? Show bag. It's Bendigo, basically- Victoria, Australia. Show bag with every flyer that must be in the front of any government building or shop. Really I'm not going to Bendigo. I'm not being part of the Easter. Easter fair. I think I am. I think it's worked on me. Really? Well, I'm going to the zoo on Good Friday. Are I've you? Decided. Yeah. Oh, is there something on, or are you just going? Well, there's animals on. I hope. That's a good. That's a good time to go. That's like grand final day, going to some stuff. Really? Which, on no, Good Friday, I thought they'd be out and about. Surely everyone's doing stuff. Well, I'm having a barbecue and going to the zoo. Wow. Yeah. It's adorable. Uh, yeah. So thank you to Bendigo. We should take a photo of that. We will take really, a photo that of is ridiculous. Um, no, uh, no, sorry, no, yes. we're not saying thank you to Bendigo. We're mentioning that they're, thank you they're to bombarding us. Um, the whole of Bendigo. Hey, David wanted to know. Mm. This is on Facebook. Whether next. Okay, so <clears throat> it's Wednesday. Let me paint you a picture. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Picture's been painted. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, if there. I say. See you next Saturday. What yeah. do I mean? Uh, well, see you on Saturday. Right. This coming one? I reckon. Or the next Saturday? No, because I'd say see you Saturday week if it wasn't. Would you? Yeah. Because there was some discussion on Facebook about this, including like a response to that from I think maybe Samantha saying that. Just to cut in, you'd probably say, if someone said that to you, you'd say, you mean this Saturday or next Saturday? Yeah, you totally you would. Like it's a massive grey yeah, area. it is a grey area. It's a, it's a linguistic problem. We need to find some See kind you of on sort of the next Saturday. That comes by yeah, our way. On the, see you on the very next Saturday. <laughs> but next could, it is very grey, you're right. I think we could work on that. I think if anybody's got any ideas for how you could that could be more happily phrased, I do enjoy saying happily phrased. Well, just phrased. say, see you on this, see you this Saturday. It's fixed. No, it's not because if you say next Saturday, it's still ambiguous. Yeah, but if you say see you this Saturday, they, they yeah, can't say what, this Saturday or next Saturday? So I just said so this Saturday, you I freaking know, but, idiot. <laughs> I know, but you can't just say you can't say next Saturday once it gets to Wednesday. Like that's just too confusing. As long as I don't say must... see you next Tuesday, there's no problem. Okay. <laughs> now, Nikki. Yes. She uh, sent us a map and she, did. Uh, she uh, nominated which she herself. She, which she drew on. Yeah. And also nominate herself as the Inner West Peninsula Bureau Chief. So congratulations on that appointment. What's the Inner West Peninsula, Stuart Farrell? Oh, I have to put up the map. Isn't it uh, Williamstown, Newport type area? Yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, and it's not trying to get on, but not trying to step on Spotswood's toes. Yeah. The punt guy. And the, pun- the punt, yeah, of course. I need a list, so I'm not calling these people the guy and the girl. Half of them I, I may even know. Yeah. Uh, and also Alyssa, who I think is our Essendon Bureau Chief, right. took a bit of a trip. And asked us a question uh, when she was in South Melbourne or South Yarra. Oh, yeah. Uh, she saw a number plate, uh, very apt for me at the moment. Yes. Uh, with, with the word phlegm on it. Oh, yeah. P-H-L-E-G-M. Yeah. With a green background and asks, is oh. that offensive? <laughs> I think it's gross. I think it's gross. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Maybe it's a doctor. Maybe it's a bronchial specialist. Oh, that would be... That it's like ass man. <laughs> oh, no. The proctologist on Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. I'm the ass man. That was one of the great episodes. Oh, and also... God. Did uh, you see that Seinfeld's <laughs> tour of India got cancelled because of parking reasons? 
Oh, how apt. Isn't that apt? Yeah. And then there was a spin-off Indian um, version of... Oh, that, yeah. I'd pay to see that. An Indian Seinfeld. Well, no, it's online. I'll show you it. Oh, yes. That, these two Indian blokes did like a little bit of a Seinfeld Is it good or bad though? I didn't watch it to be totally honest. Oh. People say it's good. Anyway, what's next? Well, I reckon just to shut us up. Yeah. We've got a very special nomination for a Bureau Chief. This is very hard to hear because it's from 200 years in the future. Oh, that's right. It is hard to hear, but uh, just concentrate. Greetings. My name is Falcon from the year 2215. <laughs> I listen to your podcast. As part of a historical artifact, I really like your show. I am the great, great grandson of Reg and Mary. May I be your time traveler, Bureau Chief? Goodbye. Send me message on next podcast. Bye. <laughs> I like how I still say bye. 200 years in the future. They haven't developed a, a farewell. It disturbs me that Mary and Reg, in that scenario, our children, mm-hmm. married. <laughs> or didn't maybe And have kids. Maybe, well, they, maybe they just... They probably didn't marry. Well, they're pretty progressive. Reg was progressive. And as we know, uh, you're Mary. Yes. She was a stick in the mud. So she probably pestered Reg to marry and Reg like, hey, what are you man, talking I'm about? not having this. Oh, my God. This is the man who defends marriage to me to the end of the I earth. I don't defend marriage. I defend romance. And oh. if anyone wants to go beyond that, they can. not uh, You know what? One of these days I'm going to. That's what, that's what my strips. autobiography is going to be called, In Defense of Romance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which you live by. Yeah, I do. Um, Anyway, look, that was so that was in reference to, we should say, the yes. fact that we did suddenly occurred to us the other day that people could listen to us in the future. People well, in that, 200 years yeah. can listen to us. How did us. he send the message back to her? I don't years? know, but they must have well, the technology. They don't have a proper farewell, but they know how to send messages <laughs> back in time, which is good. <laughs> I didn't understand like mm, 70% of that message, but I did like the uh, <laughs> the the kind of the vibe behind it. And, and uh, yes, you can be our... Uh, Bureau Chief of the Future, twenty two fifteen. So good. We actually had somebody else um, who is a GP. Did you see this? Oh yes, we've got. So we've got a. What are we calling it? Well, uh, what did you decide? Uh, something. What, what is it? it? Something general. What's it called? Oh, Surgeon, Surgeon General. Surgeon General. Yeah, stupidly small Surgeon, Surgeon General. General. Yeah. That he was suggesting, you know, for things like when you need uh, a prescription for your mouth herpes or your yes. herpes herpes, uh, <laughs> that you either one. <laughs> Because we did say yesterday, can somebody huh. please, um, you know, tell Stu what's wrong with his breathing? Uh, and we do have a GP on staff. So yeah. that is extremely good to know. We've got a doctor. We've got a doctor. Does that legitimise us now? I think so. You could and probably apply for a passport. If anybody, if anybody else mm. uh, has any specific skills that I think they could lend to the podcast, they should let us know. Wouldn't mind a real estate agent. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, look at all the real estate we own. Mm. And plus, if you had a real estate agent, they can give you the, uh, hey, all right, I've got this place, it's coming up, if you want it, it's yours. Rental, I'm a rental guy. That's not how it works though, is it? Why not? If if you're prepared to pay what the landlord wants, don't put it on the market, come speak to Uncle Stu. Okay, all right. (laughs) I really want to find a new rental, but I don't want to have to work hard for it. Yeah, I know, that's, what's that? That's almost like a travel agent, A, a, a... 
house moving. Oh, it's more agent. like having a dad as a dentist. I want my teeth fixed. Yeah. But I don't want to go to the dentist, but I can take and see my dad. I reckon that is the dream. I've got a friend whose dad is a dentist. You know and that dream? is like the dream dad job, I think. The dream dad job. No, yes, probably. But the dream also is um, free dental. Anyway, <laughs> the government, That's the dream. The government funding it. Do. Oh, right. Okay. Um, no, they're, they're taking away. Is oh, my it, God. We have so much to get through. The government is taketh away a thing. Yes. Right. Very oh. good uh, Elizabethan language there. Well, oh, We're not even going to be able to get to our third little, or our second little dun 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 Yes, we are. If we do it now, but we, I just want to say this. Yes. Thank you to Ross and Aaron and uh, Daz and Lisa and Heidi and Mel and, and Anthony and so every, look, we've got so much Nick. stuff written down here. Yeah, yeah, we cannot get to it today. No, but, but just keep this in mind. You getting in touch with us is very important, and we appreciate it. And also, it's helpful to shaping the uh, the the team because so far today we've got out of this a doctor. A future bureau chief. <laughs> more new bureau chiefs. And more new bureau chiefs. And that's really important. And a hatred of Bendigo. <laughs> no. Stupid. Hello, Lauren. Stu. Yes. Sorry. Hi. You're daydreaming. <laughs> I am off with the fairies. It's the end of the week. We have to go. Thank you so much for all your feedback. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being a clerk. Thank you very much, Farrell, for being a Farrell. <laughs> you did it exceptionally well. Well, yes, we uh, we did that quite well. Anyway, look, Lauren. Yes. We've got a weekend ahead of us. We do. Some of us will be working, some of us will be being you. And <laughs> enjoy it, whatever you do. We say, go Aussies, crush those Kiwis. We will be the champions of the world come Monday. Anyway, cool. Talk to you next week, Stu. Yassel. Bye-bye.